Greetings, friend. Welcome back to the Wayfarer Podcast. I'm Tom Vanderwell. Appreciate you stopping by once again on this chapter day journey where we find ourselves in Mark 13. And it was the first two verses that resonated with me this morning. It says, as Jesus was leaving the temple, one of his disciples said to him, look, teacher, what massive stones, what magnificent buildings. Do you see all these buildings? Replied Jesus. Not one stone here will be left on another. Every one will be thrown down. Today's podcast is entitled, Of Riches and Rubble. I still remember my first trip to Chicago. I'd never been to a major city. And see, my hometown was Des Moines, and that was my only frame of reference for what a city is. And even at a young age, I knew Des Moines like the back of my hand. A person could get from one end of Des Moines to the other in about 20 minutes. It wasn't that big. So Chicago was a revelation. I and my friends went to the observation deck of the John Hancock building, and I stared out at a city that stretched as far as my eyes could see. It was impressive. For Jesus' followers, the pilgrimage to Jerusalem and to the temple was a similar experience. Now, as far as we know, the 12 were from small rural villages in Galilee. And the temple complex in Jerusalem was the equivalent of the John Hancock Building, the Sears Tower, or the Empire State Building. Casual readers don't realize that the temple in Jesus' day was not the same temple that Solomon built back in the Old Testament. That temple was raised to the ground by the Babylonians in 586 B.C., A generation later, it was rebuilt by the Hebrews who had returned from exile. And then Herod the Great came to power around 37 BC. Like most egomaniacal tyrants, Herod had an edifice complex. (laughs) He wasn't Jewish, but he understood that his constituency was. And the temple in Jerusalem was the center of that constituency's worldly power. Herod was shrewd. He knew it was in his political best interest, not only to keep the peace with the power brokers of the Jewish community, but he knew it would be even better if this potential threat to his power felt indebted to him. So Herod decided to invest his vast riches to fix up the 500-year-old temple. Of course, egomaniacal tyrants with edifice complexes aren't just going to do a little sprucing up. They have to spend their vast riches to build something that will bear their name, whether officially or unofficially. So the size of the project has to be in relative proportion to the size of their egos. Now, the original size of the temple was relatively small, especially compared to the impressive temples that were built by the Greeks and the Romans. Herod made sure to not just rebuild the temple itself. He built an entire temple complex around it. And sure enough, it's still known today as Herod's temple. And that's why in today's chapter, Jesus' disciples are still exclaiming what a magnificent complex it is, even after they've spent two entire days listening to Jesus teach in the temple courts. They just can't get over the sheer size and the architectural beauty of it. And then Jesus 
ruins the moment. <laughs> he says, yeah, you see this? It's all going to be rubble in 40 years. And it was. The political tension between the Jewish people and their Roman occupiers will continue to grow. There will be wars and rumors of war. It will eventually boil over, and the Romans will raise Jerusalem and Herod's temple in the year 70 AD. Enjoy the view while you can. Now, in the quiet this morning, I couldn't help but think of the spiritual lesson in this brief exchange. See, the rest of today's chapter is Jesus' prophetic foreshadowing of where the great story is headed in its climactic final chapters. And it's not idyllic. Wars, earthquakes, famine, deception, tyranny, families divided, betrayal, hatred, exile, darkness. I'm reminded as I contemplate it that every good story ends up there. The Death Eaters descend on Hogwarts. Gandalf and Aragorn stand surrounded and outnumbered at the Black Gate of Mordor. Aslan is bound and lying on the White Witch's stone table. Jesus lies dead and buried in a borrowed tomb. There's always darkness before the dawn. Without catastrophe, there's no you catastrophe. Be careful what your heart treasures, Jesus said. Cars rust, end up at the dump. Today's fashions will end up at the thrift store where nobody wants them. That expensive gadget will be obsolete in a year. And Herod's temple will be nothing but rubble in a generation. Invest in the only things that remain, Holy Spirit whispers to me in the quiet. Faith, hope, and love. I'm off to another day. Reminded to enjoy the view while I can. Hope you enjoy the view wherever you find yourself today, my friend. We'll see you back here tomorrow.